Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Today we're going to be talking about love again. We have to remember that love is very important to the believer because it governs our two most important relationships, our relationship with God and our relationship with mankind. On today's episode, we're going to talk about loving people when their humanity shows up. Please enjoy this episode. Loving people when their humanity show up. You may ask the question, Jeremy, what are you talking about? People's humanity is always before us. But remember, when you're in relationships with people, whether it be working relationships, friendships, close relationships like marriage and dating, siblings, family members, oftentimes when we're getting along, we forget that they're human. And as human beings, oftentimes with our humanity will fail. Someone will disappoint. Someone will say the wrong thing. Someone will make the wrong move. An offense can come up. And when those offenses happen, we have to be mature enough that we can love no matter what happens. And that is looking at humanity and saying that they failed me. They disappointed me. They broke my heart. But I'm going to still operate in the love that comes from abiding in Jesus Christ. Now, before we get started, we have to remember we this love does not be, cannot be perfected and, and manifested, maintained in our flesh. It's only from us abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ, where we live and move and have our being at. But we're dead and our life is here with Christ and God, where, we, where we've submitted ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. That's when the love of God can show up and we can love despite the movement. Listen, today we're going to look at a very familiar story, the story of the prodigal son. And the person we're going to be looking at today in this story is the father, the father who love never changed, no matter the movement of the son. I'm not going to read the entire chapter, um, the entire um, group of scriptures. I'm going to break them up. But join me in reading Luke chapter 15, starting at verse 11. And it reads, And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. Listen, the request that that son made was very disrespectful to the order of things in the family. But that father showed something different. He didn't fight with him. He never said anything negative. He gave it to him. And he allowed the son to go. And as we know, the story goes that he spent all his money and rides his living and began to work with pigs and desired to eat the pig's food. But then one day he came to himself. Let's look at verse 18 and 19. It says this, I will rise and go to my father and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and no more and I am no more worthy to be called thy son and make me one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. 
And he said, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they begin to be merry. We want to look at the movement of that father. Now the son had disrespected his his older brother, he had disrespected his father in the order of the culture by, by requesting his inheritance. Because the inheritance is only supposed to come, as you know, after death. And the oldest brother is supposed to get his part, and he's supposed to divide it down. But this young man jumped the order. For whatever reason, he felt like he was time to move on. But the father doesn't fuss. He doesn't rebuke him. He allows him to do it. And the whole time he is gone, the son spends his money. Well, let me show you what the son did in verse 18. In verse 18, he said, I will rise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. In verse 19, and I am no longer worthy to be called thy son. The son expected the father's love to change. The son expected the father not to have mercy on him and not to have any love left in him because of the way he behaved. But the father is sitting there waiting with love in his heart, waiting to re waiting for his son to return. And then when he returns, he, he greets him with love. Brothers and sisters, this is what we have to walk in as believers in Christ. We have to be resided in the Lord and be so mature to the place in our walk with Christ that no matter what happens, we can still walk in love. We can still love the Lord. The father loves never change. His belief in the son will return would never change. And that's how we have to believe. So many times when people offend us, their humanity shows up and they fail. They disappoint. When that humanity shows up and we recognize that they're human, we now have a decision to make. Now do I love them past their mistakes? Now do I love them past their offense? Listen, we have to remember that this is what we're called to do. Jesus is our greatest example of this. Every time the disciples and people of humanity showed up, he still walked forth in love. We understand in the scriptures when Jesus was arrested, Peter cut off the man's ear. Jesus took time in that moment to, out of love to heal that man and kept marching toward Calvary. Listen, Peter gets a bad rap for denying Jesus verbally. He denied him and Jesus forgave him. But when we look at the scriptures, we see that all the disciples abandoned the Lord Jesus Christ. All of them left him alone. But he, when he arose from the grave with victory in his hand, he went and gathered all his disciples. He kept loving them because he understood that at best man would fail. But he was dying to give you victory over the flesh once and for all that we can walk in this type of love. His love, Christ's love never changed toward his disciples. He knew Judas was going to betray him, but he didn't call him out. He kept loving him. And the father in our text, the prodigal son, the father understood this, that the son needed love 
no matter what. When the older son confronted the dad about what he was doing for the son, the father heard him out, but he understood that his son needed love no matter what. That's the place we stand in. We need God's love no matter what. That's why Christ sent Jesus, because we have now been given the grace through the love of Christ. And God knew we needed his love to survive in the earth. And we have to understand that when people fail, when their humanity is in the forefront and we're angry, we're frustrated, we have to understand that no matter what, we have to love them. Now listen, I don't want to, to you to be thinking about what if this, what if that. I want you to understand the practice of loving from the womb of God, where you live and move and have your being at. That no matter what I'm seeing or hearing, I'm going to love you because it's God that will work in your life. It is the love of God that draws men to repentance. It's the love of God that caused men to change. It was the same love that God was showing us when we were not saved, when we were doing the things that we shouldn't do. Even as believers being contrary to the will of God, God understood that we needed love when Satan, the accuser of the brother, was standing before God trying to tell him that, that to kill us, that we wasn't no good, that we wasn't faithful. When he was, when he was accusing us before the Father, God understood that we knew love and he sent Christ and he gives us his grace and he gives us his Holy Spirit. So understand this, we have to love people no matter what. We got to look past the flaws and we got to see that they're human and we're not making excuses for people's behavior, but we're saying no matter what your, your movement is, I'm going to abide in the love of the Lord. One of my favorite texts that everyone loves to read is 1 Corinthians 13 when it talks about love and we need to understand this type of love that he's talking about in 1 Corinthians 13 is how we love and deal with our fellow man. And we're going to read it again just to bring it to your remembrance, you know, so we can constantly chew on this word about love. It says, love suffereth long or love is patient. I got to be patient with my fellow man. Love is kind. I got to be kind to my fellow, fellow man. Love envieth not. Love vaunted not itself. Love is not puffed up. Love doeth not behave unseemly. Love seeketh not her own. Love is not easily provoked. Love thinketh no evil. The one thing that keeps us from loving and forgiving and walking in grace is how we think. Because we begin to think evil about people. We can be thinking evil about situations and then it makes us now behave with evil. So love thinking on evil. We love rejoicing not iniquity, but rejoicing in truth. Love will bear all things, believe all things, hope in all things, and do with all things, and love never fails. That means it does not stop. Because the love that God has for us does not stop. When we're yet in our when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He showed his love by dying for us. And even he made a provision for us in the scriptures. He said that if we sin, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and purify us or cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So even as knowing the Lord, even if we've sinned, he still makes a provision of love to offer forgiveness to us as believers. So what we want to do today, I want to encourage you over and over again 
to love people when the humanity shows up, when they do wrong. And you know it may hurt your heart. I know it may make you angry. I know it may frustrate you to see how people behave. And so we're not condoning behavior, but we're going to say my, my, my actions moving forward toward them can still be with love, can still be with grace, can still be, be with kindness. I won't judge them. I won't condemn them. I won't cut them off. I won't mistreat them. I won't gossip. I won't tell everybody everything they've done. But I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to study to be quiet. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to remember what God said about him. Especially if you're in a relationship or you have children that are behaving a different way or you're in a relationship with spouses behaving a different way. You want to pray that you will love them and believe what God said about them. You want to rehearse what God said about them. And we want to present every man perfect in Christ. And so we want to present them, if they're a believer, we're going to present them perfect in Christ and allow God to handle them and let vengeance be the Lord. Let the Lord repay. Let the Lord handle the situation like he wants. But out of love, we're going to go for Our love cannot change no matter what happens. We got to find that place of maturity. But we're not up and down. We're not forgiving one day and harsh the next day. But every day for the rest of our lives, as we go forth, we will be consistent in love. They did it. They said it. But we're going to walk in the love that God has provided us according to the scriptures. Remember, in your flesh, it cannot be done. So we got to submit our heart, our mind, and our will, and even the situation before God. And say, God, help me walk in love when I've been mistreated. Help me walk in love when this has happened. And guess what? You also need someone to walk in that same love with you because we're going to error. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to say the wrong things. And I need the person that I offend. I need the person that I hurt. I need the person that I disappoint to walk in the same love of God that I need to walk in toward them because we're all going to need that love at some point in our lives. So when I manifest this and perfect this in my life through the power of the Holy Ghost, we can be walking in love as one another and we can have fellowship with one another and we can show the world and change the world by love. Because remember Christ said, this is how they will know that we are his disciples by how we love one another. So listen, I encourage you today. I pray for, that, that you will continue to walk in truth, walk in righteousness. And I pray something I said today has encouraged you has given you hope. And if you're struggling with this, I encourage you to pray, seek the Lord, and ask the Lord to help you walk in the love of God towards your fellow man. Thank you for joining me in the Love Never Fails podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day. If you listen to this podcast today, and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.